Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Without further ado, I'm right here on my third floor office of NFL Films. Like, I've been studying this draft here. I've got my book. I've got my combine notes. I've got draft Bible notes from Rick Saratelli. I, I've got film. I've got screens with college games going on at 24-7. Two screens, whiteboards. I'm drawing up plays. I'm taking down notes. We just do football up here. We don't do anything else. Because that's really the only thing that's important is football. And what your team is going to do in this draft to get yourself elevated to the postseason next year. All these teams picking at the top the Carolina Panthers, the Houston Texans, the Arizona Cardinals, dreck, straight dreck the last few years. Let's see what we can do to help them out. Let's talk about some offensive guards. You know, guards are people too. I was a guard. I was a person. I played this league a long time, played mostly guard, but played center tackle. And that's the thing about this draft is a lot of these guys played other positions in college, but I think they're going to be guards in the NFL. But at the very top of this draft, there's a great guard. There's a great guard at the University of Florida. His name is Osiris Torrance. He's massive. Like he is, you know, he's a he's a fire hydrant is what he is. You know, he's as tall as he is wide. He's six four and a half. He's 337 pounds. He might be 340 by right now. Got long arms, long 34-inch arms. That's important because you want to be able to keep guys off you, right? He's got big hands, huge mitts, like 11 and a half inch mitts. Like he just palm basketballs, moves bodies. Um, seven inch wingspan. Like the guy is what you want your offensive guard to look like. Um, he started 47 games at Florida. The guys played a lot of football. And when I watch him, I see a guy that can just move the line of scrimmage. And that's the, the, the guards are basically in charge of two main things. You want to keep the the pocket firm and flat up front so your quarterback can step up and make throws. Quarterbacks can avoid edge rushers pretty good. Joe Burrow can avoid the edge, Mahomes. But if they can't step up into the pocket, things crumble. Things collapse. Quarterbacks get hit, and you lose football games. So that's one. And then number two, you've got to be able to move the line of scrimmage. Like, you can run some of these nice-looking schemes, these zone schemes, and not move anybody. All right, and you can get good running backs like Christian McCaffrey or whatever. They can – Aaron Jones, they can find the creases. All right, the zone scheme. But I like teams that can move the line of scrimmage. Because what happens when you can run the football effectively, starting with your guards and your center inside, is you wear guys down. And there's no better chatter – on a Sunday afternoon, if you got a bucket on your helmet, on your head, and you're playing a game, then to hear defensive players chirping at each other when they just get gassed for another run. There's no better sound in the world than to hear defensive players bicker back and forth about that was your gap. That was your nah. Osiris Torrance to me is the number one guard 
in this draft. So where, where could Osiris go? Like, I just heard Jason Light, the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Look, Tampa Bay needs to do two things. He talked about it yesterday, uh, which was uh, Thursday, the, fourth, uh, the 13th. Jason Light said, we have to get faster, which they do, and we got to get tougher. And by tougher, he means let's get back to running and winning the line of scrimmage. Now, I hope that Ryan Jensen will be back at center because he's just a bitch, you know, and he's just a bastard in there just taking the fight to the defense. And they missed him last year with a bad ankle. And they're going to move Tristan Wurst from right tackle, left tackle. They need somebody that can move the line of scrimmage. Like Tampa Bay's picking 19. You want to get tougher? They finished 31st in rushing last year. They didn't have a single running back that came close to gaining four yards of carry last year. Rashad White, all these different guys, you know, Big Lenny. They, they couldn't get four yards. Like, they didn't even try to run the ball some Sundays. It was ugly and awful. And the great Tom Brady looked awful as a result. Like, to me, Osiris Torrance, like, if he's there at 19, how could Tampa pass on? Anyways, that's Osiris. Like, he's the number one guard. Experience, size, movement. Um, I love him. I, I love the guy. Like, I think he's a difference maker. You know, he's more valuable. He's more talented to me than any wide receiver in this whole stinking draft. That's what I feel about guards that can move the line of scrimmage. Um, my second favorite prospect is Steve Avila from TCU. Like this guy has been a three-year starter for the Horn Frogs. Let me just put that up there right there for the Horn Frogs. Um, he started 35 games and he started all over the place. He started at left guard um, this year. He's played center in 2021. He's the starting center. Um, he's played right tackle. Because he is almost six foot four, he's three hundred thirty five pounds. He ran really ran ran a five two forty. Um, he's got long arms, like he's got all the measurables, right? He's training with Duke Mannyweather down in Dallas. Um, he like if somebody wants to take him at center and make him a center, he can play center. He can play guard. He probably could play tackle for you. Like he's just got that type of versatility. But Steve Avila is he's he, he's got a, a thick. Strong frame on him. Um, he knows how to use his hands. He moves the line of scrimmage. Um, I don't know if Steve is his first-round pick. He might be a second-round pick. But there's a lot of teams that are looking out. I mean, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they need a center. Could they play Steve Avila at center? They need a center. I think they're going to draft the tackle to center. You know, Pittsburgh picks 17, and then they have two second-round picks. You know, they need a corner. They need a center. They need a tackle. Like, they could fill – those needs with good players. And Avila kind of fits that that bill. Tennessee needs offensive linemen badly. They got to rebuild this thing, get the king running, you know, let him, you know, dominate uh, the way he's passed, that, that way he has in Tennessee. There's a lot of teams that need guards. Um, I feel like Steve Avila could play center, guard. If he had to play tackle, I know he can because he's got the feet to do it. But, you know, I, I watch his footwork. Um you know, from what Duke Manaweather has sent me. And it's pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Like, he pick him up, put him down. Like, his feet are in the ground. That's where your power comes from. Power comes from the ground up. It's physics, all right? And so his power comes and is generated from his legs through his lower body. It starts with his feet. And he's got big, freaking thick haka feet, you know? So uh, I like Steve Avila as my number two prospect. Number three, like, just go go Google Cody Mock. Just go Google that freak, that goon with no front teeth. 
Like, you fall in love with him. Like, Buffalo, what are you waiting for? Go draft Cody Mock. Like, Cody Mock played left tackle at North Dakota State, 39 straight starts. Pick a game, any game. Cody Mock, I don't care. Pick him against Division One teams. Like, Cody Mock shows up. He is uh, – he's tenacious. He played left tackle. I know he can play left tackle. I'm putting him in at guard. I mean, he's still six foot five. You know, he's six five. He's got a big frame. He's got you no, know, he doesn't have the longest arms. I feel like as good as he was at North Dakota State at tackle, I feel like he could be a really good guard. And I think that's where he's going to play. Um, because he ran really well. Um, he ran a four five five short shuttle. It's a good time, really good time. Time that a lot of linebackers run. Um He's over 300 pounds, and he's just got this nasty, tenacious attitude. And it starts with the fact that he hasn't replaced those front teeth. Got him knocked out a long time ago, just left him like that. Doesn't care. You know, like he doesn't care if he gets another one knocked out. Like that's what you want at guard. Just want a guy that just has a no-care attitude. Like put him in a corner, turn off the light, let him, you know, chirp like a mushroom in a corner of a room, like – let him just go get nasty on Sundays and, and get after people. Like Tampa with their second round pick could take Cody Mock. Um, you could look at uh, you could look at Seattle is more than capable with one of their two second round picks of taking Cody Mock. The Houston Texans I think are set at tackles. Laramie Tunsil on one side. I feel like they could they took. Uh, you know, they took a guard in the second round last year. I feel like they could um, they could draft a guard. I mean, you just go through the list of teams. Like, Dallas could certainly draft a guard. They wouldn't be wrong. Like, he could play really well in Dallas. Like, you look at Tyler Smith, you know, maybe plays tackle and Zion. Tyron Smith's at tackle. Like, they could add a, a guard to that mix. And Mike McCarthy wants to run the ball better. Um, that could certainly get things started. My fourth – Choice is, again, he was an offensive tackle at Syracuse, Matthew Bergeron. What a great player. What a great kid. 39 straight starts at left tackle for the Orange. The Orange men up there in Syracuse. Um, he's 6'5", 318 pounds. I just feel like the arms are a little short to play out there on the edge. Not that he can't play tackle. I feel like teams are more projecting him in at guard. Um but, but if they want to play him a tackle, it's more impossible. He can play tackle. But that's what he did. But he's just a dog. He looks like a third-round pick to me. Um, you know, if I'm just sort of slotting him, looks like a solid third-round pick. Um, second day, coming out of Syracuse. He's been well-coached. His coaches rave about him. Just his attitude, his work ethic. It's what you want. Like, he's not going to – he ran he ran a good time at 318. ran a 5-1, more than – you know, fast, short shuttle was fine. Like, he, he can move. He can move. Um, his sets are, are really solid. I mean, he's got a strong lower body. I like watching him on tape. I really do. I mean, pick a game. I mean, ACC, you just watch him against Boston College, watch him against Clemson, watch him against these teams, and just watch him compete. You know, like, he, he plays that game in the phone booth. Um, Matthew Bergeron um, at tackle or guard. And I, and I have a more at guard. I feel like that's his sweet spot in this league to be a really solid guard. Start day one, plug and play, that kind of thing. Matthew Bergeron is that uh, my, my, my fourth choice. And then finally, I'm kind of going down. Like, 
I'm sure people don't have this player on the top of their charts at guard. But Chandler Zavala at a North Carolina State, I remember even last year when I was breaking down the big ick, right? You know, uh, Icky Iquanu from North Carolina State went, I think, number six to Carolina last year. Super athletic, number one tackle taken, all that kind of stuff, right? And I remember watching North Carolina State in some of these games against, you know, Virginia Tech. I mean, just different games. Just just off the top of my head. I was like, that left guard is pretty good. Like, Icky ain't doing this by himself. Like, this left guard's moving people. They're combo blocking together, passing stunts together. So, I started watching last year. Then the Jets took this Bam Knight, Zonovan Knight, running back out of North Carolina State, free agent last year, ended up starting for him at the end of the season. So, I was watching Bam Knight, Big Ick. And I keep coming back to this Chandler Zavala, right? He's almost 6'4". He's 325 pounds. He ran a, a five-flat 40. Like, and then you watch him move. You watch him, okay, you want to pull. You know, when I was at Dallas, used to run um, power, power 49 Nero pinch, right? We pull both guards. The old Green Bay sweep, right, from uh, Vince Lombardi. And, you know, and I was one of those guards that pulled, you know, out for Tony Dorsett. And I'm look, watching Chandler Zavala pull. And I'm like, damn, it looks like Herb Scott in Dallas back in, you know, the 70s. Um, he's he's an under-the-radar guy. Uh, you know, that 5-flat 40 blew me away. I didn't know he was that fast. But you watch him cut off backside. Backside blocks, folks, are as important as frontside blocks. And I know there's other guys rated higher than him. But I'm saying Chandler Zavala, you probably could find him in the fifth round. You know, maybe the sixth round. But I think he's going to come in there and compete. Like he's got experience. He's played a lot of games. Um, Jaguars, you know, like there's Brandon Sheriff there and year, whatever. Like you want to, you know, draft a guy that when Sheriff moves on, like you've got a guy in place that looks like a guy that can play that position at a high level. Makes a lot of sense to kind of build, you know, for the future a little bit. Uh, Jacksonville's got a bunch of fourth round picks, a bunch of six round picks multiple fourth and sixth round picks. I think a sweet spot is somewhere between there. I don't hear people talk about Chandler Zavala. I'm talking about it because sometimes offensive linemen just need to scout offensive linemen. And you just see traits. You just go, okay, he's squatty, he's square. You know, he can keep the, 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 you know, the, the pocket flat. He can get out and move in space on screens and, uh, you know, uh, toss sweeps and all that kind of stuff that you got to run this league right now. Anyways, those are my top five guards right now. Like I said, a couple of these guys are tackles in college. Um, but starting with uh, Osiris Torrance, you know, coming out of Florida and what he has put together and his resume is is phenomenal. Um, there's a five of my top five guards, but it's a good draft for guards. You can find them in the middle rounds. You can find them day two and day three. I think you can find starting guards in this league, uh, in this particular draft. And that Coming straight from Baldy's breakdowns and Baldy's war room right here, these are my top five offensive guards, and guards are people too.